Shalom to all. Today's office, Sogadav Yud. We are starting nine lines from the top, the second word on the line. And today's office sponsor, Lilu Nishmas, Mars Miriam, Sarabas, or Biakav Maisha, her Nishama should have an Aliyah. And yesterday we had learned that a Sukkah Algabe Sukkah, when one Sukkah is on top of another, they're both puzzle. In essence, this means that there may not be two distinct schachs, or else it's going to be puzzle. And now the Gemara asks, How much space has to be in between each set of schach, and it's going to be considered a puzzle Sukkah? The bottom one's going to be puzzle because the upper one is puzzling it. Amraf Huni says, Tafach, all we need is one tefach of space, because we find that the space of one tefach is considered significant when it comes to toma inside an oil, meaning underneath a tent or underneath a covering, did not we have a mishnah, tefach on tefach, brum tefach. If we have a piece that's one tefach by one tefach, by the height of a tefach, it brings toma, meaning anything underneath that block of one by one by one is all going to be tame because it's underneath the same oil, underneath the same covering and the same tent as this toma's maze. And it's also no toma leaves that area. However, if it's less than a height of a tefach, nothing underneath it is going to become tame, and it's not going to prevent the tumah from going all the way up. So we see that this space of a tefach is considered chashuv, so that's going to be the math that makes up soul if we have a tefach in between these two schachs. Now, if Chizdav Rabbah, if Huna Amri, they say, Arba is four tefachim, makam chashuv pachas We don't find the concept by Hilchas Shabbos that we have something that's called a makam chashuv, it's an important spot, it can be considered its own rishos, anything less than four tefachim, so we have to have a minimum of four tefachim in between these schachs. Ushmul Amr, and he says, Asara, it's ten tefachim. My time to Shmuel, what's his svara? Kachshar, kachpsula. The same way to make a sukkah kasher, that's the way we make a puzzle. Machshar, basara, afpsula, basara. The same way we have a kasher sukkah, it has to be a minimum of ten tefachim tall. So too, that's the way to puzzle a sukkah, it has to be a minimum of ten tefachim tall. If it's anything lower than ten tefachim, that's not going to puzzle the lower sukkah. And now we're going to ask a question on Shmuel. Tanan, our Meshna had said, Rabbi Huda Imer, there be who that argued with the Tanakam and said, Im Aindiyurn Belyana. If there's no one living in the upper one, Hatachtainuk share the bottom one's kasher. Now, my Aindiyurn, what does that mean? There's no Diyurn. Elim, if you want to say Diyurim Mamish, that there's actually no one living currently in the upper sukkah. People living in a sukkah, is that really what creates the hechshur or the psal of the sukkah? That's not true. It has nothing to do with whether or not people live in it. El lav, it must be. My ain Diyurim. What does that mean? There's no Diyurim. If it's not fit for people to live in it. And Vehechidami, what does that mean? It's not fit for people to live in it. That means the upper sukkah is not ten tvachim tall. Meaning, Rabbi Yehudan Mishnah is saying, if the upper sukkah isn't ten tvachim tall, then the bottom one's kosher. But Michlal, that implies the Tanakamasar, the Tanakama holds. That even though the upper sukkah is not right to be lived in, meaning it's lower than ten tefachim, nonetheless psula it's still puzzle. So we see that Shmuel argues with Tanakama. So we've just disproved Shmuel. The Gemara says it's not a question on Shmuel because Ki Asra of Dimun, Rav Dimun came from Eretz Yisrael. Amar he said, Amar my Rava. They say in my Rava, which is Eretz Yisrael, if the bottom one, meaning the schach of the bottom one, isn't strong enough to hold the cushions and pillows of the upper one, then the bottom one is kosher. And this is the same as Shmuel's logic. Whatever makes it kosher also passes it. Since the upper sukkah isn't livable because the lower sukkah can't support the weight of the cushions, therefore the lower sukkah isn't puzzle either. And seemingly this has nothing to do with ten tefachim tall or not. But the market continues asking it's still problematic with Shmuel because Michlal, the Tanakama Sarva, the Tanakama holds, Afal Psula, it's still going to be puzzle even though it cannot hold the karmic sauces of the upper one. And the inference is that the Tanakama would be machsher even this type of sukkah. Presumably it's because he doesn't hold to the concept of kachsher kach psula, and therefore he would also be machsher sukkah less than ten, once again, refutation. On Shmuel. The Gemara answer is not a question. Ikabanao, really, the difference between Rabbi Hud and Tanakama is, is not whether or not the sukkah is above or below 10. It's really the Yechel Kabbal Aideh Chak. Whether or not the sukkah can hold the furniture of the upper one, Aideh Chak. Meaning, it's not really so simple. It's not really easy. It's not really the best way to do it. However, Aideh Chak, it could hold the furniture, and that's where the Machlekes is. However, everyone would agree that if the upper sukkah is lower than 10 Tfachim, it's not going to be kosher. So, therefore, it's not necessarily a question on Shmuel. And the Mishnah continues. Let's say he spreads 
spread a sheet over the top of the sukkah to protect him from the sun. Or right underneath the schach, because of the falling leaves. His schach was branches, and leaves were falling on top of him, and his soup and all into his food, and therefore he put a sheet underneath it to catch all the leaves. Or he spread a sheet on top of the kinaf, which is really four poles, one each at the corner of the bed, and a sheet spread out on top, forming a canopy. He put a little canopy on top of his bed. Psulo, that's puzzle. Now, why is it that all these are puzzle? They're considered schach puzzle. It's a sheet. A sheet is a kli. It could be makabal toma, and he's not allowed to use this as schach. And since he's trying to protect himself from the sun or from the leaves, that's considered schach puzzle, and therefore he's not allowed to spread that out. However, he could spread a sheet. He could spread a canopy on top of naklitia mito, which are two poles, one at the head of the bed, the other at the foot, and a sheet spread out on top of them, sloping down the sides of the bed. This isn't an oil because the top point of this little canopy is very thin and isn't considered an oil. And now the Gemara analyzes the Mishnah. Amr Chizzi says, We only taught that it's usher to spread this sheet underneath the schach because of the falling leaves. However, if he's just spreading out this sheet, he has a beautifully embroidered sheet. It's wonderful and it's beautiful nice sukkah. He's allowed to spread that out even though it's a canopy over him. Why is that? Because it's not considered schach. He's not trying to protect himself. He's simply just trying to make his sukkah beautiful and therefore it's considered bottle to the schach and there's no problem whatsoever. The Gemara asks Pshita, isn't that obvious? The Mishnah specifically said he's not allowed to spread it out to catch the falling leaves. Obviously, if it's just there for nice sukkah, to beautify his sukkah, it's permitted. The Gemara answers, you might have thought, even if you want to spread out the sheet for beauty, it would still be Asr. But I think Tony Nesher, and the only reason why the Mishnah said that he spread it out to catch the leaves is that's just a standard reason why a person would spread out a sheet. Kamashmon, the Chiddush is that if he's spreading it out for noise for beautification of a sukkah, it's 100% permitted. The Gemara suggests, let's say we have a proof for this. A person puts it was kosher schach on top of a sukkah, and then he decorated it with colored cloths and decorated linens, and he hung nuts and almonds and peaches and pomegranates, clusters of grapes and wreaths of grain, bottles of wine, oil, and flour. If anyone's been to the Bell Sukkah in Yerushalayim, they have this absolutely magnificent chandelier made out of all sorts of bottles and fruits and many wonderful things. So that's similar to that. He hung all these wonderful things in his sukkah for nice sukkah. So the member continues, he's not allowed to use any of these things that he hung in his sukkah until the last day of Chag that's because he was mocked to them their mukta. he meant them to be nice sukkah for the beautification of his sukkah and he didn't have in mind he's going to use them however if he made a stipulation that he wants to be able to use them throughout sukkah then everything is based off of whatever the stipulation was but what do we see from here the beginning of this member said that if he has these sheets hanging on the sukkah there's not a problem with them and we never said that there's an iser we never said that it's a problem of being underneath schach the Gemara says that's not a raya. Perhaps those sheets that he had hung in a sukkah are talking about hanging them on the walls of the sukkah, not hanging them like a canopy. He hung them on the walls of a sukkah, like in Eretz Yisrael or somewhere that has a hot climate. Many times people take carpets and beautiful sheets and they hang them on the side of the sukkah for beautification. So it's very possible that's what we're talking about. But it could be that if a person hangs a sheet like a canopy on a sukkah, it actually could be puzzle. It's considered schach puzzle. And the Gemara continues. Itmar was stated, no sukkah. We have the decorations of the sukkah, and again we're talking about a sheet that was hung like a canopy. This does not diminish. It does not minimize the height of the sukkah. Let's say, for example, the sukkah is taller than 20 and a sheet is hanging, effectively lowering the ceiling. That's not called lowering it because the sheet isn't kosher schach. And by the same token, if the sukkah was exactly 10 fachim and there was a sheet hanging in the sukkah, it's still kosher because the sheet is there just for beauty and doesn't lower the sukkah to lower than 10 fachim. And Amar Vashi, he says, However, if the sheet is hung on the side and therefore it makes it narrower than 7 fachim, then that is considered like minimizing the size of the sukkah and it would be possible. And now we have a story. Minyamin Avdi Dervashi. Minyamin, kind of like the name Binyamin, just Minyamin. He was the servant of Ashi. It's Mishalei Ketun to Bamaya. His shirt got soaked in water. Vishtat Chametalalto. And he spread 
laid out on top of the sukkah, told him, Dalia, you have to take it off. So people don't say that we're using schach with something that can be makabal toma. A shirt is a kli, and a kli is something that's makabal toma, so therefore it's possible schach. You gotta take your shirt off of there. So Minyaman asked him, Everyone sees that it's wet, I clearly spread it out just for it to dry. So Ravashi responded, You're right, I'm telling you that once it dries, then you have to take it off so people don't suspect us using schach puzzle. And the Gemara continues, Itmar was stated, Nice sukkah, again, the beautification of the sukkah, he hung these sheets, arba, and they're four tfachim away from the schach. So Rav Nachman Amr Kshera, Rav Chiz of Rav Baravhuna Amri Psula, Rav Nachman says kosher, and Rav Chiz and Rav Baravhuna say that it's possible. Now, what's their machlaikis? Whether or not we can consider it as if it's bottled to the schach. So Rav Nachman says it's bottled to the schach, and Rav Chiz and Rav Baravhuna say it's not bottled to the schach, and therefore you're sitting underneath schach puzzle. Now, Rav Chiz of Rav Baravhuna, Iklul Beirish Galusa, Rav Chiz and Rav Baravhuna, they visited the house of the Rish Galusa on Sukkot, and Ignin Rav Nachman Besukah Shenoyim Muflagim Mena Arbaat Tfachim. They found that Rav Nachman was in the Rish Galusa Sukkah, and the Noy Sukkah, these sheets were hanging more than four tfachim away. And Ishtiku Vulam Relay they were quiet and they didn't tell him anything, even though they hold that this is really possible. So Armelahu, he asked them, Were you Chaiser? Did you retract your Shita? Do you hold that it's really permitted? And that's why he didn't say anything? So Armelahu, they responded to him, Anan Shluchem Mitzvah Anan. We're actually Shluchem Mitzvah. We're involved in doing a Mitzvah right now, which is going to visit the Rish Galusa. He was considered like the God Ladar. He was the leader of the Jews, and therefore they went to visit him on Sukkot and who turned him in a Sukkah. We know that a Shliach Mitzvah is Potter from Sukkah. That's why we didn't say anything. But really, we hold that this Sukkah is possible. And Amrav Yehuda Mishmol, Motolishin Bekila Basukkah, a person's allowed to sleep underneath a canopy in a Sukkah, Avalpishish Lagag, even though it has a proper roof, because the canopy it's spread out, Vushainagvayasar, that's only as long as it's not ten Tvachim high. As long as it's not ten Tvachim off the ground or ten Tvachim off of the bed, then we don't have any issues. It's not considered like an oil, and therefore it's no different than his blanket or something he's going to cover himself with, and he's allowed to be underneath it. It's not considered Schach Puzzle. Tashma, it seems to be we have a question on this. Hayashin Bekila Basukkah, Layatzadei Chavasai, a person's not yet if he sleeps underneath the kila, a canopy. The Gemara answers, no, hachamai skin, what are we talking about here? Kshayogavaya That's talking about where it's ten tall, and therefore, it's considered something chashiv, it's considered its own oihol, and it's chach pasol. So we continue asking, if the person sleeps underneath the bed on sukkahs, he's not yet his chiv. So again, Shmuel explains that as b'mitagavaya the bed was ten tfachim tall, and therefore, it's considered sleeping underneath chach pasol. Tashma, we have a b'raisa, we say, if a person had spread out a sheet on top of the kinefes, that was a four-posted bed, Pasula, it's possible. So we say, once again, Hasam Nami the Gviyasara, that's talking about where it's ten tfachim high. The Gemara has Vahalei Ketani Hachi, doesn't say that in the Brisa. The Tanya, the Brisa tells us, Niklitin Shnaim. Anytime we talk about Niklitin type of canopy, that's talking about two poles. Again, we had said one at the head of the bed, one at the foot. And Vikinafis Arba, the Kinafis type of canopy is four different poles. Pierce Agaba Kinafis Psula. If he spread a sheet over the Kinafis and he wants to be underneath it on Sukkas, it's possible because he's underneath Schach Pasul. Agaba Niklitin, if he wants to put a canopy, a sheet on top of the Niklitin, Ksher, it's Kasher, that's as long as the Niklitin are not ten tfachim above the bed. And here's the question from the Bryce and We can infer from here the Kinefis so that when we have a sheet spread over these four poles, even though it's not ten tall, it's still going to be possible. So we see that this differentiation of below ten or above ten is actually not true. Even if it's below ten, it still could be considered schach puzzle. So the Gemara says, no, it still could be considered an oil. So the Gemara says, no, shani Kinefis de Kvi. Kinefis are different. That's because they're more permanent. They're set into the bed and you're not going to remove them. So therefore, it could be considered an oil, even though it's lower than 10. But the Gemara continues asking, when we have one sukkah on top of another, which we started out today with and we dealt with yesterday, the kaviyah, that's considered pretty set. Shmuel had said that the same way to make a sukkah kasher, it's got to be 10 tfachim tall, so too that's the way to passel it, and only if the upper one is 10 tfachim tall does that passel the lower one. So we see that we do have this measurement of 10 tfachim, 
even when we're dealing with something that's kavua. So Amri, they said, Hasam dil mifsel sukkah, over there, meaning in the discussion of a sukkah on top of a sukkah. We're trying to apostle the lower sukkah, so basara. Therefore, we need to have the upper sukkah be ten. But hacha over here, dil ayala, we want something to be considered an ayal, and that ayal happens to be made out of pasul schach, basar masar, nami hava ayala, even less than ten, as long as it's kavua, it could be considered an ayal. And Amr Avta Khalifa Baravimi, Amr Shmuel, Hayashim Dekila Aram, let's say someone's sleeping underneath a canopy and he's unclothed, Maitzi Raishe Chutz Lakila, he could put his head outside the area of this canopy, Vakari Kriyashma, and he could say Kriyashma. Now we know that one is not allowed to say Kriyashma, or for that matter, any Dabr Shabbatusha while unclothed. So the fact that he's allowed to stick his head out of the bed and say Shema shows that the Kila isn't considered an oil. If it was, then his head being outside the bed would make no Nafkamino, because if one's body is in one Rishos, then his head is automatically considered to be in the same Rishos. So this Kila isn't an oil, it's treated just like a sheet or a covering, and the same way if one is unclothed, but covered up till their neck with a blanket, they may say Kriyashma, so same with this Kila. Now we ask a question, Mesfei, the Brasset tells us, Hayashim Bikila Arm, someone who's sleeping underneath a canopy unclothed, he's not able to stick his head outside the Kila of a Yikru Kriyashma and say Kriyashma. The Gemara answer is no, that's talking about where the canopy is above 10, so therefore it's considered like its own Rishos, it's considered like a proper oil. And it's actually logical to say that. Mikdani safe at the end of that Brasset says, what's this comparable to? Someone standing inside a house unclothed. He's not allowed to stick his head outside the window of the house. And say Kriyashma. Shma, you know, we see from here that when a person's unclothed inside something that's considered a house or it's considered its own rishos, sticking his head outside of that rishos doesn't do anything for him because his head really follows his body. And another Allah we learn out of this, Yud Aleph Amad Aleph on the top, Ubayas Nami, a house also, even if it's not ten Fachim tall, Kivin the Kavia, since it's something considered set, Ayalahu, it could be considered an oil, Deloigar, Mikinaifis, it's not any worse than Kinaifis. And we had just said previously that when we have a canopy spread over these four posts of the bed, even if it's lower than ten Fachim, that's something that's kavua, and therefore we consider it an oil. Now we just have a different lashon of what Shmuel had said. Some say different lashon. A person's allowed to sleep underneath a kilos chasanim, a bridal canopy, which is really this two-posted canopy. He's allowed to sleep under that in a sukkah. Because it doesn't have a roof. Again, it's pointed like the tents that we would draw when we were little kids, like the little slope tent, so that doesn't have a roof, and therefore he's not sleeping underneath schach That's even if it is tent fachim tall, and that's the the Gemara says, "We have a brayso. Hayashem bekila b'sukkah lo yatzidei chavasei. He's not yatzidei chiv." The Gemara says, "No, hachamai skinon b'sheish lagag." That's talking about where it has a roof. A kila that we were talking about until now is different than a kila's chasanim. A kila is a full canopy, meaning it's like a roof. It's a sheet completely spread out. Whereas kila's chasanim is like what we had said. There's only two posts, and therefore it's sloped down, and it does not have a roof. Tashma. We ask another question. Niklitin shnaim v'kinayfes arba. Anytime we say niklitin, that's talking about two poles, and kinayfes is four poles. Pierce lagab v'kinayfes. If he spread out a sheet. On top of Kinefis Psul, that's possible, but Agabi Nikliten, if he spread out on top of Nikliten, Ksher, it's Kasher, Ubavad Shiloyu Nikliten, Gavayman Amita Asar Tvachim. That's as long as the Nikliten are not ten Tvachim above the bed. Hagavayman Amita Asar Psula. However, if the Nikliten are ten Tvachim above the bed, then they are Apostle, Afal Pishain Lagag, even though it does not have a roof. And Nikliten seem to be the same exact thing as Kilos Hasanim. So why is a Kilos Hasanim allowed to be ten Tvachim above the bed? And Nikliten, which is the same thing, is not allowed to be ten Tvachim above the bed. So the Gemara answer is Shine Nikliten and Gavi. Nikliten are different because they're more set into the bed, so even though they don't have a roof, if they're above tent vachim, it's considered like an oil, and therefore you're not allowed to sleep underneath it. So the Gemara asks, Ikvi, if you're going to say that Nikliten are considered kavul, so they should have the same halacha as kinaifis, in the same way that a sheet spread over kinaifis, even if it's lower than tent vachim, it's still possible, so too, Nikliten, even if it's lower than tent vachim, it should still be possible. So the Gemara answers, no, like kinaifis like V. When we compare Nikliten to kinaifis, so the Nikliten are not considered kavul. However, like when we compare Nikliten to kila, then we say that the 
Tefachim are considered Kavua. However, the difference is that in a Klitin, only if they're above 10 Tefachim are they going to be Puzzle, but if they're below 10 Tefachim, it's not going to be considered Puzzle. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with continuing to discuss Kila, but for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.